5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. So this week we are going to continue hearing from other people about what they're learning, about how they're viewing life, and and all kinds of different things that are happening with them. So we are going to first hear from a friend of mine, Steve Koble. And as I suspected before I sat down with Steve, I knew that this was going to be a little bit of a longer conversation. And so therefore, what I'm going to do with this uh, conversation with Steve is kind of divide it up into episodes so that you can get a little bit of that information at a time instead of having to go back and try to replay or you know back again and trying to catch up where you left off. Really hope you enjoy this conversation and and get a lot of wisdom from it. Welcome back as we continue our conversation with really fascinating and interesting conversations with people. Today is a special one for me. I have my uh, my brother Steve Coble here and and as my my wife always calls Steve my Baxter. Now there's a a little backstory to that, right Steve is uh, yeah. we got Ron Burgundy and the anchor man, and he has like his closest uh, companion is actually his dog Baxter, and he says his dog Baxter gets him more than anybody in the whole entire world, and also speaks wisdom. Yes, Steve is not a dog, <laughs> but Steve speaks wisdom and clarity um, to me, to my heart. Like I have, I, I don't think I've ever had anybody be able to do that before. So I'm grateful for Steve, his life, his creativity, and his wisdom. So Steve, thanks for being on the podcast today. How are you doing? Well, do you want the truth or do you you want me just to uh, say, oh, hey, everything's great and just wonderful. I mean, and things are good, but I'm telling you what, this, uh, I'm calling it Dash 19. Like, why waste the words if you have to? You know, and but man, it's taking its toll. I'm getting tired of the the thing that we're in the middle of. If I'm really honest about it, um, you would think as a professed introvert that this kind of thing would would just be the thing that you could throw your arms around. But in my job um, at Gloria Day with worship and technology, it's it's just taken a even a greater toll because of our desire to be able to get the love of Jesus Christ out to people who are. Who are hurting, and so you know it, it's an ebb and flow. I go with the role. That's good. I only expect truth from you, so I, I would <laughs> never want you to be able to speak something like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's good." No, if it wasn't. Well, you know, I, I think a lot of people out there need to hear that it's really okay to say you're not okay. And usually, when people aren't okay, they're not running towards other people to declare that they're not okay. And so it's in those situations that hopefully, you know, just the courage to say, man, you know, there, there's real struggle in this. And in that, what we can do is hopefully encourage others who may be in a darker place than they've ever been before would be able to hear, I'm not alone, and that there are voices encouraging them to get help. Talk to a friend, call someone who, you know, you might not know how to say, I need help, but talk to someone who knows you well, and then they'll be able to pull out of you what's necessary so that you can be helped. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were talking before we hit record about some of the things that we're kind of learning through this whole process of Dash 19. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, that parts of that is 
we still are kind of revealing the whole things like what is this showing about us and and being able to look at how we can in turn kind of open ourselves up to to somebody else and to something else when we've been when we're kind of closed off right now you know how would you encourage people to try to do that in you know in a socially distant uh, manner well I, I think of the words out of Joshua, uh, where Joshua was told to be strong and of a good courage. And I, I use sacred text words because I really do believe that there's something alive about them. And I think that the reality is, is we're, we're getting a big dose from the Sermon on the Mount of, you know, hey, before you take the speck out of, you know, your neighbor's eye, take the log that's in yours out first. And I think that the revealing that's occurring is we're all having to face ourselves. And as we're facing ourselves, then in that, we're certainly not super excited about what we're finding out about ourselves. I literally, probably in the first two weeks of this whole uh, pandemic, information was coming in so fast and changes were happening so fast that I was paralyzed in the middle of my living room because I had one thing that I wanted to have happen and I needed to go do, but I had so many things hitting my brain so hard of what needed to be done as well. I literally would think I was standing in the room for at least 15 to 20 seconds and was just paralyzed. And it gave me great note to say, oh my gosh, my humanity, this is, this is how frail my humanity is. Flash forward another week. And again, with so much information coming in, I literally was at a place where I couldn't talk without stuttering because the, the thoughts that were going through my mind were so many. And so there was so much going on that every time I would try to speak, I would end up getting caught up on words and they weren't even the hard ones. I mean, you know, I would just encourage people to know that in from my own personal testimony of love and faith in God, I even checked in with God. I'm like, hey, God, do I still believe you're real? <laughs> God's like, well, you're talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, and I, I sense your presence in my life. And so I just wanted to be honest enough with you to let you know that, God, I do believe in you. And I believe that you love me. And I believe that currently right now, my body as a human in my mind is going through a stressor that I've never experienced in my life ever before. And thankfully, I, I do have a wonderful support team in my life of individuals that I know love me, care for me, are available you know, to download and talk through things. I would just encourage people that as you're looking in the mirror and you're seeing things being revealed in you that you don't like, again, I go I go back to our faith system and that is confession's good. Be okay with having a confession talk with the partner in your life, significant other, a really good friend. Gosh, if you're a parent and you have children, your children already know your bad parts. You just don't talk to them about it. And so having a time of confession and being able to get up close to the, the children in your life and say, gosh, these are my failing points. 
And not only is it affecting you in my actions or my words, but also it's affecting me. And just know that whether you're a dad or a mom, that when you speak in those terms, it's in that confession. If we believe that God is able to meet us with the grace and the forgiveness that's already been paid on our behalf, not through a God who's angry and wants to cast us down and have a splat on the sidewalk, our, our, our God's arms are open, wanting wanting to embrace and pull in and bestow and in that way. And, and so that's why I'm saying be strong, be of good courage, because it's it's going into those practices where when we follow through with that, then grace is given, restorations occur, relationships are mended and built, and it, it just can be a beautiful opportunity. My wife, Amy, and I were having a conversation uh, probably three or four days ago. And I'm like, as we were talking through the things that were being revealed in us, I, I laughed. I'm like, you know, what's super funny about this. She's like, what? And I'm like, the funny part is neither one of us are having problems with the shortcomings of the other because we've both been well aware of our the other's shortcomings. What we're having problems with is internally dealing with our own shortcomings. Isn't, isn't that amazing? It is. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I, <'Cause> it's true. <laughs> she looked at me and she goes, you're smirking. I'm like, this is tickling my funny bone. And I just bullet pointed, went down the list. I'm like, see, you know, the, the thing that you, you know, you're struggling with dot, 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 dot. That's you're struggling inside. I've known these things about you ever since I met you. And listen, the things that I'm struggling with dot, 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 dot you know, and, and list those things off. I'm like, you've been well aware of all of these things in me. And she just busted a gut and just was laughing with me. And the meltdown is in the reveal. I mean, this time is peeling back the disguises that we've worn on the outside to ourselves and having us face who we are internally. It's certainly been an interesting, interesting time. And, and while I, I could start out in a greeting and saying, wow, there's the ebb and the flow, there's the up and the down, sometimes this is hard, sometimes this is great. I, I see some incredible things happening. I mean, like this, I mean, even this podcast and technology and, and how all these things are coming together, I, it's pushing people into arenas and areas that they're like, oh, I I can do this. And the answer is, yeah, yes, mm -hmm. you can. All right, everybody, that was just the introduction to Steve Koble. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to continue with that conversation. So until then, have a great day and be well. Mm -hmm.